Tesla CEO Elon Musk testified on Monday that concern over a pending news report was the driving factor behind his decision to post a series of 2018 tweets at the heart of a class action lawsuit brought by Tesla stockholders. The tweet, in which the billionaire said that he was thinking about taking Tesla private for $420 a share and had, quote, funding secured, resulted in him having to forfeit his position as Tesla's executive chairman and pay millions of dollars in fines and legal fees. Musk had spoken to executives at the Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund about the funding he would need to take Tesla private. However, it was anything but secured. During his testimony in a California courtroom on Monday, Musk stated that he was concerned that the Financial Times planned to report on August 7, 2018, that Saudi Arabia's public investment fund had acquired a 5% ownership take in Tesla. He said that it was concerning because this information was not public, and he believed that by tweeting about the potential buyout, he could ensure that all investors had access to equal information. And the shareholders argue that Musk illegally manipulated the stock price, and he and Tesla's board should be held accountable for an unspecified portion of billions of dollars in damages sustained by those who bought or sold the company's stock after the tweet and up until August 17th, 2018. Musk said at the time he had already received a verbal, though unequivocal, commitment from the Saudi fund to finance a take-private deal. However, the Saudis' fund representative, Yasir Al-Ramayan, later denied through media reports and in a private text to Mr. Musk that funding was assured. Despite this, Musk stated that he expected the fund to go forward with the verbal commitment, as they had gone forward with this early suggestion to buy 5% of the company's shares to show the fund's commitment to taking Tesla private. However, Musk admitted that none of the Saudi fund officials signed any documents reflecting funding for the take private transaction. He also said that no particular amount of funding had been talked about in his meetings with his executives. Quote, there was no price discussed, no documents signed. It was just verbal. Now, Musk also acknowledged that he anticipated a rise in Tesla's stock price in response to this tweet, but argued that this was not his primary motivation for sending the tweet. He stated that his main concern was ensuring that all investors had access to the same information rather than trying to manipulate the stock price. He also said repeatedly under questioning that it's difficult to correlate his tweets with the company's stock price since in the past the theory has proven counterintuitive. He said, my tweet was truthful, absolutely truthful. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. To back up his claims, Musk said that Saudi funding wasn't crucial to privatize Tesla at that time. His SpaceX shares in a commitment from Oracle co-founder Larry Ellison was sufficient backstops to secure adequate financing for him to take the company private. He also stated that he had been in talks with other potential investors, including SoftBank, who had expressed interest in funding a potential buyout. The lawsuit is ongoing, and it remains to be seen 
whether Musk's testimony will be enough to clear his name and that of the company. The plaintiffs will also be representing their own evidence and witnesses, and the jury will have to weigh all the evidence and testimony to depend whether the tweets were false and misleading and whether Musk and the Tesla board are liable for damages. The case is being closely watched by investors and analysts as the outcome could significantly impact Musk, Tesla, as well as other broader tech industry people. Elon Musk may be passing on the torch to none other than YouTuber Mr. Beast, one of the most popular YouTube personalities in the world. And the question on everyone's mind is, is this the right choice? It all started with a tweet from Musk on December 19th, 2022. He asked his followers if he should step down as the CEO of Twitter and stated that he would abide by the results of the poll. The results were not in his favor, though, with over 10 million users voting in favor of him resigning from the position. And the poll saw 57.5% of followers or users voting yes. Musk's tweet and the survey were met with a good amount of criticism, with some users mocking and trolling him. However, there was also some positive feedback, with some praising Musk for his bravery in making this decision. Two days later, on December 21st, 2022, Musk followed up with another tweet, stating that he would resign as CEO as soon as he found someone foolish enough to take the job. He also stated that after that, he would just run the software and servers team. This was after the conclusion of the voting poll, with the result ultimately being that he should give up the title. And then on December 22nd, 2022, Mr. Beast tweeted, Can I be the new Twitter CEO? To everyone's surprise, Musk responded with a short and simple, quote, It's not out of the question. Mr. Beast then made a new post based on Musk's response, stating that his first order of business would be to make it where creators actually want to post videos on Twitter and not just link to other platforms. And while taking on the role of CEO would be a big step away from the YouTube personality uh, that we're used to, it makes sense that he would be better suited for this position. As one of the highest earning YouTubers of all time, Mr. B spends most of his time on social media to promote his work. This is a beneficial take on the role of CEO as a social media platform as he gained valuable insight into the inner workings of these kind of sites. He also gained insight into what would work for users and what wouldn't. Now, that being said, his most recent tweets suggest that he does have multiple changes in mind. And many of them include the best interests of the platform users instead of what benefits him as the CEO. As can be imagined, the role would be time-consuming for Mr. Beast who is already busy. But if anyone were to take on this part, the CEO of Twitter, it's possibly him, or at least someone with his amount of insight and knowledge when it comes to social media. It's still uncertain whether or not Mr. Beast will take the role as the CEO, but it's definitely a possibility. With his knowledge and experience in the social media industry, he could potentially be the right person. But there are people that aren't convinced that Mr. Beast is the right fit for the job. Some critics argue that while he may have a lot of experience with social media, he lacks the business acumen and leadership skills necessary to effectively run a company as large as Twitter. They point to his background as a content creator rather than a business executive as a major drawback. Additionally, 
There are concerns about Mr. Beast's reputation as a prankster and attention seeker. Some argue that his stunts and challenges, while entertaining, may not be appropriate for a CEO of a major social media platform. They worry that his antics could damage Twitter's reputation and alienate users. Despite these concerns, there are also many who believe that Mr. Beast would be a great fit for the role of Twitter CEO. They argue that his experience as a content creator gives him a very unique perspective on social media and what the users want from the platform. They also point to his philanthropic efforts, such as his fundraising campaigns for various charitable causes, as evidence as a leader. Now, furthermore, Mr. Beast has a great understanding of the importance of creators, and he has been very vocal about how he wants to make Twitter a better place for creators to post videos and not just to other platforms. His understanding of this and his willingness to take on this role is a valuable asset to any company. And at the end of the day, only time will tell whether or not Mr. Beast is the right fit for this role. Now, you're the right fit for the Elon Musk podcast, so please hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you're on right now. That's pretty sneaky, right? So I want to say thank you for all of your support throughout this time. We have plenty of episodes. If you want to go back through our catalog about Mr. Musk, and his history with Twitter, and also SpaceX, Tesla, all of his companies. So please take a look at some of our back episodes and hit the subscribe button. All right, that's it for now. Take care. Bye-bye.